The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by GameTime. GameTime tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Sign up at gametime.co and use promo code CFBX for $20 off. GameTime.co, promo code CFBX. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Tyler Jenkins. Join with our host. We got Ryan Gilbert and his tiny ass nips and our pal Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm kind of tired. It's been a long day. I did some shopping after work. Uh, apparently, I have tiny nipples now, according to our, our YouTube broadcast here. So, you know what? I mean, I'm, I don't know I'm what not, it is. I'm, Streamyard, know, Streamyard just knows things. Streamyard, man. I guess, it got a, has an X-ray on my chest, and it's like, oh, okay, it's, it, it can see through clothes. But no, I'm, I'm doing good. I had a good weekend, so uh, yeah, happy to get back into it here. Another intense weekend of football and hockey for myself. Um, bets, bets were pretty good. Uh, one thing that stood out was the the Bears were they're gonna fuck me oh, and, and, and my Browns. I bet the Browns win total over like three times. Bet them to make the playoffs. Bet the money line in the game. Have Joe Flacco to win comeback player of the year at seventy five to one. So I've got all these Browns bets, but the fucking Bears are up ten. They're gonna fuck up fuck up their draft position and uh, and all these these Browns bets too. But thankfully, Joe Flacco, <laughs> another game winning drive late in the late in the game and. Yeah, uh, the Bears had a chance to do the Hail Mary at the end. I thought that Mooney, I think it was, <laughs> was going to catch that. I was so fuck, man. My heart jumped <laughs> in, into my throat. But thankfully, uh, he, he was a good bear, and he dropped it. And then the Bears uh, keeps up some of their, their draft stock. And uh, the, the Browns march on. One more win, baby. Yeah, I, I had a betting-wise, I had an unreal Sunday. I killed it in football again. Even though I got hosed on the 1 o'clock slate, I had the Bears – I think I had him like minus like two and a half or something. Or sorry, plus two and a half. I had Atlanta minus three. They completely fell apart in the fourth fucking quarter. And then I had Tennessee, I think like minus two and a half as well. No. And at one point, going into the fourth and all those games, I'm like, holy shit. I'm they're I'm, all winning. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna clean the I'm gonna like clean up fucking this this one o'clock slate and you know, I was doing pretty damn good as it was to begin with. And then I look and I checked my phone and I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> How did all these teams manage to blow it? And then I remembered it's the fucking Falcons, the Bears and the, the Titans. So what do you what do you what do you expect? I guess, you know, you get what you can. Um, I'm doing good, though. You know, I got all my Christmas shopping finished up today. All of my gifts are done and wrapped. I dude, I feel so bad for my girlfriend. I'm so bad at fucking wrapping gifts. Are you guys good at it or is it? Oh, just- I, I, I am horrible. I'm horrible, yeah. too it's it's ugly dude i i feel so bad because hers always looks so beautiful and perfect and there's like ribbons and all this shit going on and fucking mine looks like a six-year-old did it so <laughs> i with wearing hockey gloves trying to wrap the shit i don't know but anyways it's it's nice to have that guy that all shit are you guys are you done all your christmas shopping are we good here boys are we responsible boyfriends and and family members and adults and all that kind of shit of course not i still got a week to go i got plenty of time here 
<laughs> yeah, tomorrow and Wednesday are are all. It'll be done by Wednesday. We have plenty of time. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. That's a good thing about working Continental is being off on a Monday. You can just go to the mall and fucking nobody's there. It was fantastic. So yeah. Um, all right, let's get rock and rolling here. Everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, baby. We got hockey, we got an 11 game slate set for tomorrow. We're gonna burn through that once we get finished with all this crap, uh, or not crap stuff. We got football, we just talked about a little bit. College football coming out, Julie. Any action in any of the bowl games, or they don't really mean as much anymore as they used to, right? No, exactly. And there's too much like opt outs and all that, it's, it's it's hard to keep track. So, if you don't get like uh good information, it's you're gonna get fucked. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, that's all going down. You know, we were tracking Charlie Woods the other day. He was, this guy's 14. He's fucking driving par fours. It's unbelievable. I cannot wait for the next like five years to see what happens with him. Six years. Uh, so that's good in the golfer. There's basketball going on. I'm sure there's stuff going on in the baseball that Ryan can tell us about, but he's not gonna. Uh, UFC, I guess there was a big UFC night. I don't know if you guys followed that, but. Yeah, it was a pretty shitty card by all reports. I only saw part of the uh, Colby Covington fight, and it was really lame. So it was it was a stacked card, but the, the fights did not deliver up to their their hype. Uh, but yeah, it's it's getting close to the year though when I start tuning into QFC again. You know, with with college football winding down, so maybe the next uh, next pay per view event I'll check it out. All right, man. Well, well, one of my buddies actually hit hit a uh, like he made like eighty two thousand dollars. He he like right runs like a fightingstats.com It is he's like going he's he's all in. He's he's good at this shit. I tailed it for like I, I threw ten bucks on it, so I I made a little bit. But yeah, I mean he he went off on this one. Nice, all right, man. If you if you know it, then I guess it's good to make money. Um, all right, so hell yeah, go to the SJPM website, check all that stuff out. That's cool. Uh, listen to the other shows, check out all the articles, check out Ryan's fantasy hockey articles coming up. Uh, Joel, are you doing any World Junior stuff? Are you gonna be banging any of those out anytime or no? Nah, nah. Uh, we, we should we should do a segment on on here though. Yeah, segment. we're gonna maybe not this show, but maybe one of these shows coming up. We're gonna do yeah. a pretty deep dive into what's going on, man. So I'm fucking so stoked for that. It's gonna be here in about a week or so. Uh, so yeah, you can find all the information at the SGPN website. That's pretty sweet. Uh, as of course, as well, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Everyone's having a good time. It's a positive place in the discord nothing but nothing but happiness and positive support a lot of support been going on in there recently that's been very nice to see uh plus we had a very nice conversation last night which is always uh which is always fantastic dude so shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord if you're not making money uh then wait how's it go if you're not in the discord you're not making money baby if you're not making money you should just be in the discord because that's how you make some money uh so shout out to all of our friends and pals there if you're not in there you can reach out to myself or ryan on twitter we'll point you in the right direction there uh, or you can reach out to our social media assistant producer. You can find him at our Twitter, at the HGP Twitter account. He'll hook you up. He's a fucking beauty. He'll get you going as well. Uh, or what you can do is go to the mall tomorrow if you're in the BC area. If you see somebody frantically running around trying to buy all of this shit, chances are that's our boy Jolie. And if you flag him down, I'll be like, hey, hey, what's going on? The guy with the two PBRs in his hands while he's trying to shop at the mall. What the fuck's going on? What are you doing? Can you get me in the Discord? He'll be like, hell yeah, I can get your ass in the Discord. So that's how you do it, baby. I do all my uh, Christmas shopping at the liquor store anyway. So uh, start with those. Hell yeah. Uh, talent i thought you got hacked this weekend i was i was pounding tall boys pounding double tequila sprites at the flyers game i come home i check the discord i, I see this talent in there just you know saying, <laughs> saying archers throwing out good bets saying good luck to everybody so it's a true it's a true support system in there it's, it it's is. Good to see. as it's it should true. be yeah 
Uh, make sure you get in the Discord, uh, subscribe to the podcast. If you're subscribed to the podcast, listen to us on YouTube. If you're listening to us on YouTube, subscribe to the podcast. Do both. Help us out. You know, it's always a good time. Always a good time in the chat as well. Shout out Catfish in there. He's he's always in there. Uh, so, yeah, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review. I would love uh, nothing better for Christmas than a uh, five-star review. Uh, okay, what are we doing here? Do, 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 do. We're going to go through our lock dogs and totals from our last show. Uh, Ryan killed it. Ryan went two and one. He was up 1.28 units. Julie went one and two. He's down 0.33 units. And I went one and two down 1.9 units. Mr. Gilbert, why don't you, uh, why don't you kick us off here? What do you got? Yeah, I'm red hot here. My flyers are red hot. My lock, my flyers minus 135. This was uh, on Thursday against the Capitals. Uh, I thought that was going to be a loss. They came back and won it in a shootout. So I got the win there. Uh, my dog was the Oilers puck line against Tampa Bay. Um, they did not win at all. I think they lost 7 4. I think that was the Vasilevsky great game there. And my total Blue Jackets, Leafs over six and a half minus 125. Uh, Jackets went up 5 nothing. Leafs tied it. So it was a uh, pretty easy over there. Oh, yeah. I had the uh, Lightning Oilers over six and a half that, in that, that uh, Lightning game. The uh, huh. <laughs> yeah. Lightning Oilers over six and a half in the Lightning game. That That's very uh, useful there. Um, yeah, the, the Vasilevsky was was great indeed for the for the Lightning, and the Oilers had like 50 shots in that one. Always the right bet there. Uh, Lightning were clinical with the chances, and then, yeah, one seven four Capitals Flyers under five and a half. Uh, it was looking pretty bleak for a while, and then it was three two with like a couple minutes left, and then the Flyers equalized and won in OT. But that's okay. The Flyers money line as well, and then Blackhawks cracking under uh, under six at even money. This was a uh, yeah, it was a seven-one game. Kraken just absolutely slaughtered the Blackhawks. But I don't. I mean, what what can you do when you get that shitty goaltending you, and you lose an under? So be it. The Blackhawks didn't have anything going forward. Kraken didn't have much either. They just every every shot that they they took went in, and that 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 can happen when you when you bet an under. But uh, ah, I wouldn't really take any of these back. I'm I'm fine with all these bets. You know what? Sometimes, like we said before in the show, sometimes you have good bets to just don't win. You know that's that's a thing that happens. Uh, for myself, for my lock, I had the Edmonton Oilers money line versus Tampa Bay at minus one fifty five. I think they were up at like the third period. Like I feel like it was two nothing Lightning when the Oilers scored three, and then the, the Lightning dominated the third. Yeah, they ended up winning like seven four or some shit like that. So that was a kick in the pills. Uh, for my dog, I had Calgary on the money line versus uh, Minnesota plus one twenty. Uh, Calgary lost a game in a shootout. I think it was a three two final. So that was a it was a, a little bit of a mess. It could have gone either way on that one. Wouldn't see it shootout territory. Uh, and for my total though. Ottawa, St. Louis, under six and a half, plus one ten. I remember tracking this game on my phone, and I was—I'm not gonna lie—I was kind of fired up because it was like four-one with like two minutes left, and that was the exact score I gave out on the podcast. So I was ready to come out big, dick swinging in the Discord, chirping Sens fans. Just on the on the Sens whisperer, just the shitty Sens whisperer. Uh, but ended up being a four-two final. So the under still hit at least for me. But my uh, my exact score prediction didn't necessarily come through. But that's all right, you know. Sense fans are fucking shambles, anyways. You know, just fire DJ Smith. They all fucking stink. Uh, so I, I hate them so much. Oh my god, they're the worst people. Like Julie, you might not deal with them as much on uh, on Twitter as as some of the rest of us do and stuff. But these guys are fun. They they're they're horrible people. They're delusional. They're blatantly bad. Like they are fucking just dumb. So I'm so happy to see them lose. I'm so happy to see them even fire the coach, even though I like DJ Smith. 
Shout out Oshawa General Memorial Cup winner, Coach DJ Smith, former assistant coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs. But anyways, Sens fans, you stink and your team sucks. Let's go back to uh, making music. Let's get for hiring a DJ as your coach. But, um, <laughs> who's the next coach? Guitarist Jones? <laughs> Guitarist Allen. Yeah, there you go. Can't pay me to go to that shithole. Um, all right. Uh, we are brought to you by underdog fantasy uh, underdog fantasy is oh no uh yeah no underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long nfl nba nhl college basketball college football simply pick higher or lower than your favorite players fantasy stats in cash in uh, so watch along make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on underdogs mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com and when you sign up with the promo code sgpn Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. All right. Ryan, can you quickly help settle a debate that my girlfriend and I had the other day? She she, th- she thought, she honestly thought that giraffes sleep standing up. Do you sleep standing up? Um, no. I mean, maybe that would be better for my back. Probably not. No, I, I sleep curled up in a ball like, like a little baby. Like a little baby? Yeah. yeah. See, I don't. That's fucking. I almost said a bad word. It was stupid. I mean, there's no way giraffes. We actually had to Google it and figure this shit out. It turns Wait. out that they sleep laying down. Did you guys come to an agreement on the uh, if you could punch a tiger? If that if that would. No, that would we didn't settle that. I still think that we. Could, I still think that Mike Tyson can knock out a tiger. She still thinks that he doesn't have a chance. So we're we agreed to disagree on that. <laughs> Respectable. Yes, of course, Jolie. How do you sleep? Are you like a little baby in a ball? No, just uh, on my side. I'm a side sleeper too. Arm under the pillow kind of thing going on, you know? Yeah. yeah you got a body pillow? No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. No, it's okay. I, I like shove my blanket between my legs a little bit though, you know, kind of things. So. Okay. It's weird. Um, all right. Anyways, the glad we settled that one out. Uh, boys, we got an 11-game slate set for Tuesday, December 19th. Are you ready to fucking rock and roll here or what? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah, brother. All right, first game on the docket here. We got a Minnesota Wild against the Boston Bruins. Game itself is at Boston in the Gardens. Uh, Minnesota on the money line sitting at plus 154. Boston on the money line at minus 185. Over-under sitting at five and a half. Over-paying off minus 122. The under minus 102 here. Uh, Minnesota is on the second night of a back-to-back. They're playing tonight. I haven't checked up in that game. They lost to the Pens. They lost to the Pens, so that's absolutely fantastic. Gustafsson Uh, was a net for that one, so you get flurry for this. Exactly. So Gustafsson played today. We'll probably see Marc-Andre Fleury in this one tomorrow. Uh, The Bruins at home in the Garden against the team in the back-to-back. You got to hammer Boston here, man. This team has been so fucking good, uh, especially at home this year. What's their record at home? They are to do 10 2 and 2. Uh, yeah, they're fucking absolutely unbelievable. So I'm going to be all over the Bruins here. Minus 185 is so a little bit of juice. Uh, we looked before the show. You can get them in regulation at minus 130. So I'll be a- aiming a little bit more towards that one. Um, Lannis Olmark and Nett has been an absolute stud for this team. I believe he's supposed to get the nod. Uh, so I will be on that. And I'll also be on the Minnesota team total under the number. I think they're going to be a little. Uh, a little, a little tired, a little sleepy, and this Boston team's just going to skate them into the fucking end of the world as far as total over under at five and a half. Uh, I could see a 4-2 final or something in this one, so I'm going to be leaning towards the over. Yeah, you got to go with the Bruins here. I mean, you said it, minus 185 at home, wild on a back-to-back, Bruins getting Zaka back, getting McAvoy back. Now, they did loan Portois to the Canadian uh, junior team, so that's you know good for him to go down there and uh, 
develop a little bit, show off against some some guys his own age. But yeah, this line's going to skyrocket. I feel like by the time most people listen to this tomorrow, so Bruins up to maybe minus two hundred. I got him here right here minus one eighty five. Uh, regulation could could be a solid play, but you know they do tend to just play too way too many close games. Their last three games went past regulation, lost to the Rangers, beat the Islanders, lost to New Jersey. Um, but yeah, I think Boston here at home on the money line would be the play for me. Um, no strong play on the total at, at a five and a half here, but I guess if anything, I would take that under or just the wild team total under. It's a, it's a good look there, talent. I think this line is pretty inflated considering how well the Wild have played lately. Um, and the fact that it's a back-to-back helps, of course, with uh, Flory being the projected starter. Uh, that said, it, it's just just too high for me to back here at minus 185. Uh, but I'm, I'm never going to bet the Wild here unless it unless it really skyrockets, like, like Ryan said. But I don't I don't think it'll go up too much because this is already pretty uh, pretty inflated in my opinion. Um, so yeah, I, it's just a lean, but uh, lean of the Bruins here. Flurry has not been great. Gustafson's been absolutely incredible since um, uh, Heinz has taken over, but uh, Flurry's been okay. So yeah, lean to the Bruins here, lean to the under five and a half. But uh, with with the uh, Flurry and that and got not Gus, uh, it's it's just a, a lean both ways there. All right, here moving down to the seven p.m. time slot again. We got the Philadelphia Flyers against the New Jersey Devils. Game itself is in New Jersey here. Uh, Philly on the money line sitting at plus one forty-five. New Jersey on the money line at minus one seventy-five. The over/unders at six and a half. Over sitting at plus one hundred. The under minus one twenty. Rye guy, what's up in Philly here? You guys gonna go into the? You're gonna go into hell and just beat up the devil, or what's gonna go on? Yeah, if, uh, we're streaking here in Philly now. I mean, second place in the Metro. The Metropolitan Division title is is within grasp, which is exciting for both Joel and I having some futures there. Um, and yeah, the Flyers are, are playing great hockey. I mean, overall this season. Yeah, the fourth best expected goals for Devils do have the fifth one, and Devils did have a worse injury luck with Nico Heischer and Jack Hughes out. But over the past 10 games, Flyers are fourth, Devils are 11th here. You know, I think this price is a little bit too high. I thought Devils might be minus 130, minus 150, even at home. But if you're giving me the Flyers plus 145 rivalry game, uh, I I like the Devils. Oh, no, yeah. no, not, 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 a, not a huge rivalry game here. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, Vanacek apparently is questionable. I don't love Schmidt and Nett. Um, Trevor Sanheim missed San- Saturday's game for the Flyers. He should be back. So yeah, I like the Flyers here, plus 145. And then I'd go with the under. Flyers are playing, you know, lockdown defense right now. Carter Hart and Samuel Arson have both been fantastic in net. Um, so it's a matter of, but it's a devil's game. So I'm probably going to just lean lean to the under on a total, but I am taking the Flyers at plus 145. I have very little to add to that. Uh my line is Devils minus 140, so you're getting a touch of value here with the Flyers. And yeah, he mentioned the uh, Flyers playing better defensively. I just can't. I just can't play an under in a Devils game. Uh, it's, it's just it's, the way that they play. It's it's never uh, something I want to lay minus 120 on for them not to be involved in a seven goal game. So just a uh, lean of the under. But I yeah, I love the Flyers side here. One more thing on that. Uh, the books have finally caught up. Tortorella is now seven to one for Jack Adams after being fifty to one wow. and then twenty to one. So he's now he's now right there with uh, Tockett and, and Lavi. Damn. Um, yeah, I got to go right there with you, man. I actually love the Flyers here, plus one forty-five. I think there's a lot of value on that. What do I always say? Division games matter. Uh, Philly seven four and one on the year, and New Jersey at five and four. So. Not as great. And then keep in mind, the Flyers have been unreal on the road this year, even though it's not too far, but still 9-4-2 on the road. Uh, the Devils 6-7-1 and one at home here. So I'm 
I'm with you guys. Like, I, I literally think this game should be more like minus 130, maybe minus 135 or something for New Jersey. So if you're going give to give us Philly at plus 145, I think we should all be over that. Uh, as far as over-under goes, I don't really have a great look. It's a little suspect if, you know, Akira Schmidt's going to be in net. He's been a little shaky this year. Um, but I'll trust my boy's instinct. You know, he's Ryan watches all the fucking Flyers games. And he says his team's heating up and playing strong defensively. Uh, that's good enough for me. I will take the under six and a half at minus 120 here. Uh, okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the New York Rangers against the Toronto Maple Leafs, baby. Game itself is in Toronto. Uh, New York on the money line sitting at plus 100. Leafs on the money line at minus 120. The over-under is at six and a half. Over sitting at minus 105, the under minus 115. We just saw this game, I think it was like a week ago or so. Uh, it was a 7-3 win for Toronto. Just an absolute undressing of the New York Rangers in Madison Square Garden. We just stripped them down naked and sprayed them with hoses like we're a bunch of American soldiers interrogating prisoners committing war crimes in Iraq or some shit like that. Just fucking humiliated them. No shame. Uh <laughs> I love the Leafs in this game here, boys. Leafs have been sick at home, 9-4-2. Uh, this team has actually been playing some unreal hockey. They've been playing physical every time that the puck goes into the boards. Their system play has been good. They've been getting depth scoring from the third line, which has been consisting of Max Domi, um, Jason Robertson. Like they've been, they've been fucking buzzing. They've been doing pretty good lately. Cali Yarncoke's a fucking stud. I know you laugh every time I bring him up, Joel, but this guy has been so good from a depth point of view for this team. Matthew Nyes has been lights out. Matthews has been heating up. Still a little bit of a bug going around the dressing room from what I hear. Uh, from all reports, but you know what? Good teams find a way to battle through it. So I'm going to be all over the Leafs minus 120 at home here. Uh, as far as over under goes, over, 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 over. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure if you're going to see Ilya Samsonov or Martin Jones. Martin Jones has been lights out since he started with this team. 1.86 goals against average, 0.949 save percentage. You got to think that's got to regress a little bit here, especially with the firepower that New uh, New York does possess with the likes of Kreider and Zabanajad and fucking Panarin and the list goes on, Adam Fox. But um, yeah, I'll be taking the over regardless of who is in net. If it's Samsonov in that, I love my boy Ilya, but like just fucking blast that over. That's all I'm going to say. And the Leafs are pretty goddamn good at putting the biscuit in the basket lately too. Give me the Leafs. Give me the over. <laughs> I think the over, yeah, might be a solid player over six and a half. Uh, both power plays have been pretty hot recently. The Rangers scored power play going four straight, Leafs in, in five straights. Maybe look for some power play props, but I'm going the other way here with the, with the Rangers at, at plus 100. You know, they got that, that seven, four, seven, three loss in their minds there. The Leafs are, are battling things. I imagine Matthews will play, maybe if, even if he is 100%, but it's still just all those defensive injuries for me for the Leafs, and I can't trust Samson off or, or Martin Jones against They've them. been playing good defensively, though. Like, all these, like, Benoit's stepped up. He's actually looked like a solidified NHL player. William Lagason's been, like, found money. I know that these aren't names. Like, we can laugh at this, but, like, these guys are playing well. I'm not sure the underlying numbers say, but you watch them. They play physical. They play hard, so I don't know. It's weird. Uh, over the past 10 games, the Leafs have the second worst expected goals against per 60. Only the Sharks have been worse. So I guess the numbers don't back that up. Um, but yeah, expected don't, don't... goals or actual goals? That's true. You, you got to use the eye test. Come on, bro. I'm just saying. Uh, but yeah, I, I got the Rangers plus 100 and then probably no play on the total. But I, I, I'll lean to the over with you. Yeah, I agree with uh, pretty much everything Ryan said there. 
uh, definitely a, a game that the the Rangers just would be looking forward to after being embarrassed in their own building. You know what uh, prisoners of war do after being tortured? They come back for right. revenge, at least the ones that make it out alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, they're coming to America, those Iraqis who were raped and killed, and uh, or not killed, but uh, horribly wounded. And uh, they're going to get some revenge against these uh, Toronto Maple Leafs American soldiers. Um, yeah, just give me the give me the Leafs. Uh, Ryan made made the whole handicap. It's it's basically a pick 'em game here, but situationally, I like the Rangers a lot more. Um, and also, the Leafs after a huge seven nothing stomping of Kyle Dubas's Penguins, that that's a bit of a letdown spot for them too. So I, I like the Rangers situation here. All right, uh, moving on to the seven p.m. time slot game, we got a pretty shitty game here. We got the Columbus Blue Jackets against the Buffalo Sabers. Game itself is in Buffalo. Uh, Columbus on the money line sitting at plus 140. Sabres on the money line at minus 170. The over-under is at 6.5. Over sitting at minus 120. The under at plus 100 here. Oi, vey, this game sucks. Both these teams are shit. I will say Columbus has been absolutely horrendous on the road this year. They're 3-8-3 eight, and three on the season. Buffalo's been pretty mid at home, 6-7-1 and one here. Sabres are probably the better team in this one. Uh, truth be told, they both fucking kind of stink right now. But I, if I had to, I guess I'd take Buffalo minus 170. Bit of juice. I probably won't end up betting that. Uh, as far as over-under goes in this one, oh, neither team's really great at scoring. But, like, Columbus has been terrible when it comes to goals against. They're currently sitting at 31st in the league for goals allowed per game, sitting at 3.63 average. Uh, Buffalo hasn't been much better. But neither team's really great at scoring. So, you know, what? I'm just gonna take the. I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take the better number. Give me the under six and a half at plus one hundred here. This is just gonna be a boring game, having boring written all over it. Yeah, I mean, this is a pretty shitty game here, but I think it's a, a great spot to to back the Sabers at uh, minus one seventy. Columbus is, you know, the record's a lot better than they are, especially now with Patrick Laine out, Boone Jenner out, Boquist out, Severson's been out. Uh, Buffalo does have a few injuries. Jeff Skinner, uh, Quinn. I think I saw Quinn may have been practicing though, but uh, Greenway also out. But big thing, I mean, they, they have Thompson there. Big thing also is Devin Levi. Uh, I think since he got recalled on December seventh, he's three zero and one with only seven goals against a nine four two save percentage. And looking at Columbus's lines, they have the the, the the only guy I recognize. You got Johnny Gaudreau in the third line, Fantilli on the third line, Cole Sillinger, Marchenko. I guess is, is, is a decent guy, but the Sabers are, are playing for something. The Sabers are, are playing for their coach. If we'll see if they they like their coach here, but if they do, I think they'll come out come out firing here after a uh, short road trip out west. Did have a few days off after that. Come back home. Columbus has been very up and down recently. You know that they squeaked out that win in Toronto. Probably should have lost it. Beat the Blues, but besides that, they've just been been losing. And Talon mentioned their three eight and three road record. So I'm all over the uh, the Sabers here at minus one seventy. Uh, and then for a total, I'd probably lean to the under and, and see if uh, Devin Levi can do his thing in net. But also, I could see Buffalo scoring like five themselves. So I'm going to stick with the uh, Sabers minus one seventy. Yeah, this is uh, not something I have a lot to to speak on. Uh, my line is minus one seventy, so definitely lean to the Sabers here. Um, yeah, there, there's not much more to add here. The Devon Levi has been been pretty great. He was excellent in the game against the Knights, that's for sure. Um, yeah, the Blue Jackets are a bit of a bit of a wild card. I, I just need a, a lot more than plus one forty five to back them um against most teams and yeah the sabers are, i think are, are good enough to warrant being such big favorites here so uh i'm gonna stay away from that uh this is a this is an alt over game i think like this, this game could get wild with blue jackets being able to uh 
you know, they still got some scores. They don't exactly create a lot of chances, but uh, that they, they got some scores. Um, I mean, Gaudreau has, has been like very terrible this year. You know, he was, he was he was so great two years ago, bad last year, and just awful this year. Uh, so crazy how how fast he's uh, trended downward. Um, but yeah, I you know over seven and a half, big plus money. That that'd be the way I play the total, if anything. That, that's a good look there. All, all three meetings last season were pre, it was five two, five three, and nine four. So that it could it could go pr- pretty high there. All right, moving down to the seven p.m. time slot. We got a Vegas Golden Knights against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina. Uh, Vegas on the money line sitting at plus one ten. Canes on the money line at minus one thirty. The over unders at six. Over sitting at minus one twenty. The under plus one hundred here. Uh, this could be a good game actually carolina i know we scolded them i think they maybe last week or about two weeks ago or so just saying that hey well you know from a coaching point of view system wise what we're seeing we're not really liking uh they've tightened it up a little bit as of late i know they're currently on a two-game losing streak here but from the numbers point of view they are looking better uh this team is first in the league when it comes to shots on goals allowed per game only allowing uh on average 25.3 per game uh so defensively they've been fine Kachekov's been a little bit better. You know, his goals against average is good at 2.63, but his save percentage under 900 at 0.894 means, you know, these teams aren't getting a lot of shots, but they're still finding ways to fucking score goals here. And uh, that's exactly how I expect this game to go. I'm going to be all over Vegas here. Uh, this Vegas team is pretty damn good on the road. They're 9 3 and 3. They're getting lots of pucks on net. Um, their power play has been lights out. I think they're 10th in the league, averaging at a 23.5% rate. Uh, they're getting lots of shots. We all know what it takes with that defense they have on the back end. They're all a bunch of fucking studs in there. Defensively, they've been an unreal team. Uh, what's up with your boy Aiden Hill? Is he, I see, is he, is he he's day to day now. So I guess that's a step in the right direction, at least. Yeah, that's it's, it's unfortunate. He's missing time. Um, <laughs> see, he was looking really good for the, for the Vesna for a while there, but, uh, if he misses too many more games, that's no good. But I think, I think he'll miss uh, this road trip and he should be back when they, when they come back home next time. I think that's what I heard anyway. He okay. started Sunday, right? And then got pulled. He did. That's, what, that's what I'm seeing here. I'm, I'm seeing that, that he, I, he started and left. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. So that, yeah. <laughs> We're, oh, we're fucked for our best. Holy, you're supposed to be there. You're supposed to be cranking those muscles uh, into know, it, know, you know, like loosening things up a bit. What's going on? I've switched attention to uh, <laughs> uh, to the Demko again and just, yeah, Talbot Easy, even. Easier to massage, you know. It's quicker to go to Demko's home than to go to Eden Hill's home. Uh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyways, Logan Thompson probably get the nod here. He's been adequate, I guess. 2.48 goals against average 0.911 save percentage, 10 4 3 record. Uh, yeah, so regardless, I like the Knights in this game. Uh, as far as over-under goals here, oh, fuck. Uh, this is a hard one to gauge, man. This could easily be like a 4-3 game. This could easily be like a 2-1 game. I'm going to lean towards the under-6 here at plus 100. Uh, I think we're going to see some tight defensive hockey from both teams here. Yeah, if you, I mean the, the Golden Knights here plus plus one ten, I feel like you have to take them uh, against the Hurricanes. I mean the Hurricanes are good at home, eight two and three, but they did just lose back to back home games to Nashville and Washington, both past regulation. Vegas is, is a good squad. They've been making do without without Hill, without Shea Theodore, who's one of their better defensemen. I think pretty underrated there. Uh, Carolina has Festikov out, so that's. Somewhat significant for them, but it's just a matter of Vegas is, you know, probably a similar, if not better team here. They're fine on the road. They went on the road, two-game road trip before, 6-3 in St. Louis, 6-1 in Dallas. 
won five of their past six. I mean, they're they're 21 and 11 on the season, and then Carolina's 16 and 15. So like Vegas here, plus 110. And I'm going to lean to the under six here at plus 100. I think Thompson's Thompson's been good enough. Carolina can't really get the offense going too much. And uh, Peter Kotchikov has been uh, good in net there recently. Only allowed one goal against in his last three games. Granted, they were against Washington, Detroit, and Ottawa, not, not the best teams, but still, he's got some confidence going. So could see like a 3-2 type game here, maybe even a 3-2 in overtime if you want to throw a 2-2 uh, correct score out there. But uh, Golden Knights and the under. Uh, yeah, I'm going the other way than you guys. I'm going to take the, the Hurricanes here. They are pretty similarly rated teams, I guess, but um, uh, the, the Knights are just – they win all these close games, whatever, and, and then the Hurricanes, I think, deserve to win more games than they – than they have so far, and the goaltending I think is is evened up a little bit considering how poorly uh, Logan Thompson has played since Aiden Hill has gone down. So that's that's uh, that's a boon there that somewhat cancels out how terrible the Canes goaltending has been. Uh, so yeah, give me the Canes here minus one thirty. That's that's about where my line is for them. And yeah, Svechnikov's out, but Shea Theodore is still out. That's uh, one of the better defenders in the league. So that's a uh, that's a big deal. It also means. Um, yeah, they're 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 letting in more goals for for that reason. So I lean to the over as well, given the the, the terrible goaltending in the two teams. And uh, you know, Svechnikov, okay, he's out, but the the Hurricanes just chuck so many shots to the net that I don't think Logan Thompson can can keep up with it. So Kane's in the over for me. Okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot again. A lot of fucking seven games. Holy shit! We got the St. Louis Blues against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself is in Tampa Bay. Uh, St. Louis on the money line sitting at plus 150. Tampa on the money line at minus 180. The over-unders is six and a half. Old over-under paying off minus 110 here. This fucking Bolts team is so Jekyll and Hyde. It's not even funny. It's like, which Tampa are we going to get tonight? You know, there's days that they just absolutely show up and they're popping home fucking six, seven goals a game, playing lights out. Kucherov is all over the fucking ice. And there's other days that, you know, they get like 21 shots. You know, they're all from fucking, I don't know, Sorelli. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's fucking miserable, man. So I, I don't know what to make of this Tampa team. They should be able to beat St. Louis, especially at home. So Bolts at minus 180, I think, is a pretty value play. They have been good at home this year. A lot of their struggles have been on the road. Uh, they're an 8-3-3 three, and three home team. The Blues are 6-9-1 on the road here. Um, so talking myself into that, I might even dabble with Tampa Bay regulation or something like that. Um, I think we're starting to see St. Louis kind of get to where we all thought they were. You know, I know they're on a two-game winning streak here. They've been an excellent team when it comes to playing at home. Um all the Jordan Cairo shit. Did you guys see that all going on? Oh, no, I covered it last show. Jordan Cairo, Joel, Joel, yeah. Jordan Cairo. <laughs> Jordan Cairo's a good. He's really crying like the freaking little Brett. Brett. Kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then, yeah. He, then he bounced back with a goal to assist. Like he had like eight shots on goal the next game. I, I, I should have fucking bet his props that game. It was a classic, classic yeah. bounce back spot. Hundred percent. You're right. Um, I don't. I didn't get a chime in on that. I think the whole thing's fucked, bro. Like this guy's clearly not good at talking in the media. He's awkward as shit. Every time he's talking, it just sounds weird. So just don't fucking do it. Like I'm sorry. Like if you're that much, like, if you're that weird, you know, like the weird kids. Like don't don't let the weird kids do like a presentation or anything like that. No, <laughs> never, never. Like, nobody wants to hear it, bro. So it's even I on the media. I got like, some horror stories. Don't worry. Oh, exactly. Like so, just don't fucking don't even ask him anything anymore. This kid's weird. Just let him go out there and play hockey, which he is a good hockey player. So, uh, but yeah, Jordan Caillou here is gonna get fucking his blues are gonna get their tits lit. Let's go bolts uh, over under in this game. Binners. 
the only thing on this team with a pulse, it seems like, even though his numbers have slipped off a little bit. And Vasilevsky's, I got no fucking clue. I don't know. Conv- you two, convince me on a side here when it comes to over-under, because this is fucked. Yeah, I'm not sure if you can really be confident in an over-under, but I-, I think I am talking myself into the lightning, potentially a lightning regulation or, or puck line play. You mentioned there Jekyll and Hyde, but I mean, it's a matter of them either being at home or being on the road. Yeah. At home, they're 8-3-3. Three, and three. On the road, they're 6-10-2. and two. Same thing with St. Louis. They're decent at home and, and bad on the road. So I- I'm not backing the Blues here at, uh, at plus 150. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll take the lightning here at minus 180, but they're coming back from a long road trip out west. Uh, did not do too well on the road trip. They have been zigging and zagging. They haven't lost uh, back-to-back games. Their most recent home wins were 3-1 against Pittsburgh, 4-0 against Dallas, both pretty impressive, while St. Louis' last two road games lost by 2-3 and three to Chicago and Columbus and also lost by 3 to Arizona before that. So I'm talking myself into the uh, lightning puck line. Plus 136 would be my only play here. Yeah, I love I love lightning here. Uh, my line is minus one seventy six. That's close enough, but the fact that lightning are at home gives them a, a big boost for whatever reason. And yeah, the Blues got their little dead cat bounce. Uh, I think they're two and one since the new coach took over. Uh, I think that that's that's it's wearing off quickly. They're not a good team. Their defense is absolute shit. They're all old as fuck and slow as fuck. So yeah, the lightning should be able to um, to outskate them. And get the power play going. Kucherov has been uh, it's a bit quiet lately. I think that he's due for a big one, um, and that's that starts here at, uh, to Tuesday night against against the Blues. Blues suck. Go Bolts. And yeah, as far as the total, I guess you got to go with the. Uh, <laughs> it's hard, right? Yeah, you're right. Fuck, I can't do it. I can't. I can't convince I you. Vasilevsky, uh, he's he's been very hot, or just like has these stink bomb games. Uh, oh two or three of them so it really depends on how well he's playing you know what i'll settle this right now all three of us are on the bolts here fucking seven one bolts win we're going over and they're still gonna play well let's just lock it in let's go for it love um, it fuck yeah all right we are brought to you by game time oh buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting the hype for the fun you'll have. Game time app experience. You got those flash deals, last-minute tickets. Easy to find to buy tickets for every event, and they give you the images of the, of the seat view so you know exactly what to expect before you arrive. And the game time guarantee means you always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Uh, so snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Uh, game Time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed, and win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN. To get fifty percent off your first month today, start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. 
Okay, heading out of the 7.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the Edmonton Oilers against the New York Islanders. Game itself is in New York here. Uh, Edmonton on the money line at minus 135. Islanders on the money line at plus 114. The over-unders at 6.5. Over sitting at minus 125. The under plus 105. Mr. Meyer, let's toss this one over to you. Is this going to be a really boring Islanders game or a really electric Oilers game? Which way? We were somewhere in the middle. Which way is this going to pan out? The Islanders aren't really playing boring games anymore with how poorly their goaltending is played. Their defense sucks, uh, especially ever since Pulak and Pelik went out. Um, Pulak and, and yeah, Pulak and Pelik, Pelik and Pulak, the PP. <laughs> the PP. <laughs> they got no PP in New York. <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're they're allowing tons of chances, and the goaltending isn't making up for it. I mean, Barlamov has been better than Roku, which tells you everything you need to know. Uh, Pulak and Pelik are still out and that's no good uh yeah this is one of my favorite bets on the board oil oil is my line here minus 135 should be a lot higher than that my line is minus 164 uh coming off of two trough losses they were the better team than than lightning in that one but the the panthers came into their building and outplayed the oilers but yeah going out of the road first game of road trip we like that spot uh oil is just much 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 better team right now and yeah they're getting getting some quality goaltending here and there from from Stuart skinner just average goaltending that's all the oilers need really uh, their offense can do the rest. So, yeah, I love the Oilers here. And the over six and a half in minus 135, I explained that the, the Islanders are not um, the old Islanders anymore. They're not getting the goaltending, no defense. So I like goals, 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 especially from the Oilers here. Yeah, I don't have too much to add there. Also like the Oilers quite a bit here at minus 135. And, yeah, looking looking at the Islanders' recent games, like nine of the past ten have had at least seven goals. They're only a 3-2 overtime win against the Kings, another low-scoring team. Was a lone exception there, so love the over six and a half at minus 125 as well. The only thing I do have to add here is that the Islanders are just complete frauds, and I am uh, worried they're going to be the one to spoil my same eight teams to make the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. Uh, so maybe some hedging there, but yeah, the Oilers here seem to be for real. Still not back up to 500, but I feel like on this road trip here, might be able to get there. They're playing great hockey. McDavid's playing fantastic hockey now that he's back to being 100%. So Oilers here on the money line, maybe even an Oilers puck line at plus 170. That could be a uh, could see a blowout game here. But Oilers and the over here. Yeah, I'm with you. I absolutely love Edmonton in this slot. Like Joel said, they've been getting adequate goaltending, and that's all it takes for them uh, to actually have success. Um, so I'll be all over Edmonton at minus 135 here, especially with the, with the likes of Ryan Pollock and Adam Pellick out of the lineup from a defensive point of view. Um, one thing I really, really, really do like is an Edmonton power play prop here, or maybe even like McDavid power play points, dry settle power play points. Uh, the Oilers power play is running at or hitting at fourth in the league at averaging at 28.4% success rate. And the Islanders have the worst penalty kill in the league. They are 32nd in the league in penalty kill percentage, uh, sitting at 70.8%. So I will be looking for power play points in this game here, man. Now, the, the, the thing that hurts a little bit is that the, uh, the Islanders don't really take a lot of penalties, but just with that amount of speed that Edmonton has you know with, uh, with how fast these guys are buzzing around the likes of mcdavid and dry saddle and even zach hyman has some wheels to him new javander kane these guys are all good skaters uh that's how you draw penalties in this league so um i'll be looking towards that as far as over under goes i love the over in this game with you guys um i think we're gonna see lots of goals and i think it's gonna be a pretty exciting game to watch but i know i was joking a little bit there in the beginning but yeah this this should be a fun one give me the oilers give me some power play points and give me some overs Okay, moving down the 8 p.m. time slot here. We have the Vancouver Canucks against the Nashville Predators. Oh, baby, game itself is in Nashville for this one. 
Uh, Vancouver on the money line sitting at minus 110. Predators on the money line sitting at minus 110. You know what that means? We got ourselves a... Pick em, 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 pick em. Hell yeah, we got a pick em game in this one. The over-under sitting at six, overpaid off minus 118, the under minus 102. Mr. Pick'em, Brian Gilbert, what's going to go down in this game? Canucks, Preds, who do you got? We, we got the pick em game bell here. We got the goalie game sound here. We got a goalie game here. We got Thatcher Demko whoop, and... Whoop, UC- it's on the goalie games. There you go. And UC Soros, uh, last show with Joel, I went over UC Soros. He's been incredible in like the past mm-hmm. past month here. Um, once again, I only had one goal against Washington. He's, he's, been, he's been great. So I love the under six here at minus 102. And, you know... I'm gonna have to go with Nashville here at home. Uh, at minus, uh, they're 11 and six at home. They've won three straight overall. Vancouver is going to be playing their uh, third game in four nights here at, at Minnesota, at Chicago. Then they're off tonight, and they're at Nashville tomorrow. So, got some fatigue factor there. Uh, so yeah, I like Nashville here at home and a pick them. Uh, 11 six and zero at home. Nashville nine six and one on the road, and like the under even more under six at minus 102. I agree with all of that. Uh, we've already seen this this uh, game twice with between the Canucks and Predators. Canucks won them both. Uh, both, I believe, went under, but they were they were very uh, low event hockey, and that's where the Canucks have been playing recently. That their power play has, has regressed a little bit, and they're, but they're five and five play. They're getting better defensively. They're getting the goaltending, and, and like Ryan said, Soros has been on fire for a while now. And yeah, I I, I like the uh, the under quite a bit, and I like the the Predators side quite a bit here with the the Canucks third game four nights and all that. So yeah, just give me the give me the Preds here, give me the under as well. This was tough because when I first looked at this, I'm thinking Canucks all fucking day long minus one ten even on the road here. But you look into Nashville, and like you guys talked about with UC Saros. He's been absolutely lights out, man. He's been dragging this team, kicking and screaming, making some fucking 10-bell saves here. Um, but fuck that home record of 11-6-0 in Nashville. Like, I don't know if I can go against that right now, dude. Like, I like the Canucks, don't get me wrong here, but that's fucking lights out. This team's on a four-game winning streak, so clearly they're feeling pretty goddamn hot. Like, fuck, man. Give me the Preds. I'll tell you. I'll, I'm joining on that bet. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's let's be predators, all three of us together, okay? <laughs> Minus 110, Hockey Gambling Podcast boys are now all predators. Absolutely love it here. They're going to take down these fucking young kids in Vancouver. I guess not. Vancouver's not that young of a team, I guess. Eh? So I don't know. That doesn't really work. But whatever. Give me the Preds. Over, under in this game. I'm with you guys. Give me the under. we got two of the best goalies in the league going head-to-head here with Demko and Saros. So that should be fun. This might be one of the ones where I look and bet, you know, each goalie to make over 29 and a half saves. The problem is neither team really generates that many shots on goal per game. But uh, I don't see why this game can't go to overtime, 2-2 overtime, 1-1 overtime. That might help the cause. You'll probably see that number sitting at like maybe like plus 500 or something for the over uh, 29 and a half saves each. So I'll, I'll be sprinkling a little bit on that and it'll be on the radar. Question. Saros. Go ahead. go ahead. I would say Saros for Vesna, 20 to 1 before it moves, moves lower. Mm. But don't hate question it. town are we uh the mike tyson eating tire kind of predators or jared from subway kind of oh, oh that's a tough one i don't want anything to do with jared from subway exactly it was that's an easy one with fucking yeah tiger. <laughs> you're right that is an easy one uh what about we you should have said we mike tyson or we like the actual predator you know like from the movie predator 
Oh, that would have been the third one. Okay, that's that's the real answer. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, all right, moving down to the 830 time slot here. We got a Colorado Avalanche. Then we got to go against Arnold, though. That's the thing. Uh, I'd rather fight Mike Tyson than an Arnold with a machine gun. Oh, you know what? I would rather fight Arnold than Mike Tyson with a machine gun, but then you got to fight Danny Glover in the sequel, too. And Danny Glover is fucking the man, bro. That movie is, that movie is, there's a lot going on in that film. I'm just saying. So, I don't know. Fucking right. Uh, moving down to 8.30 if you have a time slot. Colorado Avalanche versus Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago here. Colorado on the money line at minus 258. Chicago on the money line at plus 210. Uh, or Colorado on the puck line at minus 1.5. half sitting at minus 105 if you're interested. Suck it, Dilly. Uh, the over-unders at 6.5. Old over-under pay at minus 110. Mr. Meyer, going back to you on this one. Uh, what's up with your abs? You guys are going to kick the fucking shit out of Chicago here, no? Well, I'm just concerned about Kale McCarr right now. Uh, he keeps missing these games with this mysterious injury, Jeepers. and now I need, I need to figure out what the hell is happening. And when I when I when I have to look into what's going on with the Avalanche, I have to re- listen to these dumbass Avalanche podcasts who suck at the job. They uh, they're painful listening, much unlike the the Canucks and Leafs pods I listen to. They're they're much they're much better, but. Oh, uh, I forced myself to. Uh, I'm being truthful. I wouldn't listen to Leafs pods if, if they suck. Because anyway, they the do pod- suck. You listen to Kiprios. He's the worst one. He's the fucking best. <laughs> he's, just, he's the second worst one. The worst one is yeah. Jonas Eagle and James Myrtle. They're fucking brutal. Uh, James Myrtle's pretty bad. Um, yeah. So it turns out that the McCarr's been dealing with this for like two years, and he really needs surgery to get it uh, fixed 100. percent and he's basically been playing 90% for the past two seasons since they won the cup, really. So that, that explains it. He, he just uh, feels better some days than others. So he, so he takes some games off like uh, the, the past weekend here. That's my understanding of what's happening. So I, I, I do think he'll be back for this one, uh, having the weekend off. Uh, so yeah, and if that's the case, my line for this is a lot higher than minus 245 here, uh, 335 for me. So I love the abs to, to get it done. Blackhawks are the worst team in the league by my ratings. They keep losing games. That's excellent for me. I've been betting their fucking points total under like 10 times. Um, yeah, Blackhawks suck. Avalanche rule. We're going to win with or without my car. Um, yeah, and I under six and a half would be a decent look too. The Georgiev is playing a little bit better. And yeah, uh, Blackhawks can't score. So I <laughs> uh, definitely definitely love the outside more though than, than the under, given the fact the abs could score seven themselves. Yeah, you got to go with the Avs here. I mean, like you said, minus 258 isn't even that bad if you want to use that as, as a parlay piece or like look at them in regulation or even, even the puck line at minus 105. Uh, their, their recent wins have all been, you know, 6-2 over the Sharks, 5-1 Buffalo, 6-5 Calgary, but, you know, Flames are a decent team. Chicago lost 4-3 three, three to Vancouver, 7-1 to Seattle, 4-1 to Edmonton, 4-2 to Washington. Um, I believe Seth Jones is still out for them. Uh, Vlasic is questionable. He was running their power play before, so... It's really just kind of the Connor Bedard show there with, with Nick Foligno and, and whoever else is there. So, yeah, give me the Avs uh, money line. I mean, I, I I would lay that if if you're into laying minus two fifty eight, but uh, puck line's good too, uh, minus one hundred five. When Nick Foligno is the second best player in the team, you got problems. yeah, it's <laughs> second most rec- recognizable. That Tyler yeah, Kevin Kuczynski's good, but I think he's that, out too. He's hurt that, too. Yeah, yeah, he, he is. That Tyler Johnson buzzes around the ice. I'll give him, even as he's like what thirty three years old, little guy, he still buzzes out there. So, 
Shout out Tyler Johnson. Um, yeah, I'm with you guys on this one. Colorado is going to beat the fucking piss out of this team here, dude. Uh, Col- or sorry, Columbus. Not in Columbus. Too many C teams. Chicago. Chicago can't fucking score to save their lives unless it's the fucking kid doing it here. Peter Morazic actually hasn't been that bad from a statistics point of view. 3.10 goals against average, a .907 save percentage here. Um, but it's just no match. You got a pissed off Nate dog out there. This guy's probably frothing at the mouth to go score fucking seven himself. Uh, the loss of Makar does suck. Let's face it, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be too crazy here against uh, against Chicago. But uh, yeah, I like that puck line play. Like Ryan said, a minus one and a half, a minus 105 here. Uh, we saw the teams play beginning of the year in October 19th. I'm seeing it was a 4 nothing Colorado win. Fucking maybe even sprinkle a Gorgiev with the big C word or the big S word here. Who knows? You know, maybe you can find some good odds on that one. We'll see. Uh, from a division point of view, though, Chicago won 6-1. and one. This doesn't even matter. This team sucks. You're going to fucking lose. So Colorado everywhere you can. Uh, over under on this one. I'm going to lean. Oh, it sucks because you're right. Colorado could just go off for like seven on their own here. But I'm going to think they don't. I'm going to think it's like a fucking 5-1 final or something like that. Give me the under minus 110 at six and a half. Yeah, I was going to say Avs team total over four and a half because they tend, tend to tend to uh, you know put it up a little bit. But the, the Blackhawks have only allowed five or more in, in five games this season out of, out of their, what, 30 games. So they've been respectable. I guess teams just go up for nothing and then just let, let, let it ride. Yeah. One more reason why the Avalanche will win is how hot Nathan McKinnon has been the past couple mm-hmm. weeks. Uh, Ryan and I have been betting him for the heart at decent numbers, and uh, he's now second in the league in, in the points. No I mean, one's talking those... about him, though. Like, he's, I know. Everyone's saying Matthews, Kucherov, like, fucking all the Besser, all the shit, but no one's talking about Nate Dog out there. Yeah, he's he's finished top five in voting like five, six years, so it's, it's about damn time he, he wins one. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that that'll work in his favor going forward. Yeah, for, uh, definitely helps for for this one too. You know, especially if Makar's out again. I think McKinnon just just goes up another level when uh, he has to carry the team. Very true. Um, okay, moving down to the 9 p.m. time slot here. We have the Ottawa Senators against the Arizona State University Coyotes. Game itself is in the shadow round with Arizona State University. Uh, Ottawa on the money line sitting at minus one twelve. Arizona on the money line at minus one oh eight. Uh, fucking crazy. The over under is a six and a half. Both over under sitting at minus one ten here. Looks like the Bucks are giving the Sens the uh the new coach bump here, but I ain't fucking giving this team shit. This team stinks. They're on a four game fucking losing streaks. They're playing against the Arizona Coyotes, the red hot Arizona Coyotes. Unreal at home. They're ten five and zero in the fucking shadow realm on two game winning streak here. This team is just blue collar meat and potatoes. This team is a bunch of this. This team is just an average team that has average sized dicks. But they're getting it done, baby. And I'm all about this fucking team and this average team here, man. I love the Yotes in this game. Minus 108. Like, do they just assume that every team that has a coach fired has to win the next game? What are we doing here? The Senators suck. Corpus Salo has been fucking shit, dude. 3.50 goals against average, a .892 save percentage. It's fucking ugly, man. They're not even giving up that many shots. They're averaging 29.9 shots against per game. It's sitting up 14th in the league. But they're giving up bad scoring opportunities. So uh, fuck this team. 
Will they be a little bit better? DJ Smith's defensive coaching was absolutely out to lunch here. This guy was starting fourth line players against like teams first line. It was getting a little wacky towards the end there. So I'll give you that sense fans, but I ain't giving you any goddamn thing else. Go fuck yourselves. You're not going to win this game. You're on a five game losing streak. Fuck. You might even lose seven in a row. You know what? So every one of you can just lick my fucking berries. We're throwing it back here. On a serious note, the Yotes are going to win this game. They're a much better team. They're playing much better hockey here. It's They hurt a little bit not having Sean Dursey in the lineup. He's been out for about a week now, and he's still uh, expected to miss some more time. But I, I don't think it matters. Ingram has been confirmed. He has been the better goalie this year. Give me the fucking Yotes. Give me the under 6.5 minus 110. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I want to agree with all that. I did take the Yotes in this game, but I bet it, I bet it this morning when, or this afternoon, I guess, before DJ Smith was fired. So th- there is, it gives me the pause with the with the new, new coach bounce there. I mean, we saw, I think, both Minnesota and St. Louis, you know, come out hot after their coaches were fired. And over the past 10 games, Ottawa has the eighth best expected goals, 4% in the league. Oh, this Arizona, is why analytics are bullshit. Arizona, this is why analytics mean nothing to me with that comment right there. Why? It, they've been playing well. They haven't been getting, been getting the results. And they've been playing against against good teams, too. They lost to at Vegas, at Dallas, at St. Louis. That's a bad loss. Yeah, Carolina. I mean, Toronto. Before that, they've, they've been playing decent hockey. They lost to Columbus. Had, they lost to Columbus, yes. Like, have fuck, lost man. Yeah, but I'm sorry. They're shit. Dursey out is big. I think Ottawa has enough talent. You know, Jacob Chikrin's been, been good for them. They have they have more talent. They're the better team. I think I think they can sack up and get it done, but I, I already bet the coyotes. They're 10 and 5 at home. Ottawa's three and six on the road. So that that's the reason why you would bet Arizona here. But it's just the, the, the new coach, new coach thing just gives me some pause here. It should do more than give you pause. The new coach is three and zero this year, and I think it's going to be four and zero after this. Oh, Edmonton! One. I forgot about Edmonton too. Yeah. Um. So the the Senators are, are the better team. I think they just don't have the the better goalie, and then Connor Ingram has indeed been on fire lately. So it's it's uh, going to war with him on that front as well as the total front. I like I like over six and a half here. Uh, Senators games they, they they get wild. Coyotes games, they still have a very lethal offense. And uh, yeah, as long as Connor Ingram isn't making 10 bell saves all the time, I think that they'll let a few goals in too. So I love I love the over in this one. I like the sense. And one more thing, I don't know if Talon's going to love this, but I bet the, the Senators' points total over 83 and a half. Oh, um, goodness gracious. Because, yeah, if, if you look at the uh, what Ryan's talking about there, the, the underlying metrics are looking good for the sense. They, they played the hardest schedule in the Eastern Conference so far. And, uh yeah, they're, they're not going to make the playoffs. That's a bit they were too far They were without Shabbat, too. They were without Shabbat for a little bit there. Yeah, yeah. So I think that they got some positive regression coming, and they, they, they can win some games down the stretch. Also, they they, they they lost a bunch of games after coming back from Europe, and, and that was expected, but now that's behind them. They can, uh, you know, they're back in their routines and whatnot, and they'll they'll, they'll put some wins together finally, uh, I hope. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, when the Yotes beat the piss out of them tomorrow, I'm coming off the fucking top rope in the Discord. No support system, off the top rope, Macho Man Randy said, not even fucking off the top rope, Chris Benoit diving headbutts, CTE out the fucking gills. That's what that's what's coming out tomorrow. So just yeah. just be aware. Talent, we have a request in the chat for you. What's that? I'm not looking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm supposed to read the show sheet. What's the thing? Talon, Talon. Yotes are going to win this game. Yotes, Yotes, Yotes. Desert fucking dogs. Fuck the Senators. Not every goddamn coach that gets fired translates into a fucking 
win the next day, all right? So especially with these clowns out there that are in fucking Ottawa, wherever the hell they are. Jeepers, creepers. Uh, okay, moving down to the 10.30 p.m. time slot here. Final game on the docket. We got Los Angeles Kings against the San Jose. Sharks game itself is in San Jose. Uh, LA on the money line sitting at minus 250. San Jose on the money line at plus 205. The over-unders, I'm going to start saying San Jose like that every time for that one. Over-unders at six, over sitting at minus 115. The under minus 105 here. Uh, realistically, the Kings should beat the absolute shit absolute piss out of the sharks here the sharks team has been better like the past not better than the kings but better than they were uh to start the season over the past like 10 games or so like uh, what is their last record the past 10 games is it bad it's probably still pretty bad five four and one but their expected goals four is the second worst in the league okay well i I don't care about that second part but five four and one is better than how they were you know so that's that's okay you know considering how bad they were to start the year on like a 10 game losing streak or something like that um these uh these California games, man, they always they always worry me a little bit because it always seems like when these teams play against each other, whether it would be the Ducks, the the Kings, the Sharks, even when one team is significantly better, the other team tends to find a way to make a game out of it here. And let's face it, the Kings should win this game. Minus two fifty, all things are saying Kings should win this game, and I do think the Kings will win this game. But I don't think it's gonna be a crazy blowout, man. I'm gonna be leaning towards the Sharks. Reverse cowgirl line here, plus one and a half at minus 122. I think they're going to keep this one within a goal. We might even see some sneaky overtime here, man. Like, uh, they have no reason to be in this game, but I feel like they're, they're just going to find a way. It, obviously, it sucks not having Logan Couture in the lineup. That's something they've been dealing with pretty much for all season. Um, but yeah, I'm going to, no sneaky reverse cowgirl line on this one for your boy. Uh, and then I'm going to take the over here. Cause I think we're going to see like a, a three, three overtime game or something like that, or even a four, four overtime game. Uh, Cam Talbot has been lights out. Obviously you guys have been going on about him for a little bit here, especially for the Vesna candidate. I, why not, man? The guy's been fucking good. Um, Phoenix Copley, I think they just put on a long-term IR. I don't know who's their new, who's the fucking third string they got out there um not a clue looking right now dave riddick big save dave <laughs> oh lordy so uh keep an eye out from that if big save dave gets the nod here i am definitely loving my sharks play on this one but either way i'm gonna be on that uh give me the over as well yeah you, you want to take the kings here but like these are these are the games at this point in the season like you don't know what's going on in those locker rooms some, some, some illnesses going around we, we saw tonight the the canadians went into winnipeg one the ducks went into detroit and one so you see these big underdogs win it. And that, as as you mentioned, Talon, this is a you know rivalry game here. San Jose could get up for it, uh, coming back home after an unsuccessful road trip. But it's no Philly, New Jersey rivalry. No, it's no Philly. No, not, absolutely not. Never. But I, I don't know. I, I can't back the Sharks here uh, against the Kings. Maybe, maybe a puck line plus one and a half. And then as long as you're looking live to maybe hedge or, or try to get a middle there if the Sharks take a lead. But this is pretty close to a pass game for me you know if you're that confident in the kings maybe do a king's abs parlay but uh pass this is the pass yeah i'm not i'm not sure why this line is it's so low i my, my number is minus 343 for the kings they're so much better team than the sharks sharks got a a lucky few wins on the road there but mostly because the teams just <laughs> were taking them lightly and they let them come back in games thinking they already won thinking oh the sharks king can't score more than one goal so uh, we we scored four there's no way that they're going to score you know three unanswered and then lo and behold that's happened like three times and that's all, that was all bullshit um 
<laughs> now we're seeing them, them more like themselves, getting blown out by by the Avs and so forth, uh, losing a. To be fair, they they did deserve to go to OT against the the Coyotes there on on Saturday. I think it was or Friday rather. Uh, a couple of video reviews were <laughs> they they were not the benefactors of that. Uh, but yeah, the um, Kings here just so much better team. Uh, Talbot and Net uh, Sharks are going to go back to their way, old ways of not scoring more than one goal. So yeah, Kings t- typically don't blow teams, but if they they do, it's it's going to be the Sharks here. So give me a four one five one kings win and lean to the under six i guess given the fact that the sharks can't score if the kings blew any team i thought it would be the blackhawks okay that wraps up uh the 11 games here uh ryan consensus play uh, we're all, all on my fly guys plus 145 and the, the huge rivalry game against the devils um are we, sabers minus 170 i know joel and i are on that talent you're yeah. on the sabers all right yeah sabers minus 170 um the lightning uh minus 180 or take them in regulation at home against the blues uh, Oilers minus 135 and the over six and a half in that game on Long Island. Uh, Vancouver, Nashville under six minus 102 in a goalie game there. And then uh, the Avs regulation minus 170 or puck line around even money. Okay. There's a couple plays there. You know, that's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah we were More than around... last show. More than last show. Exactly. So interesting. Um, all right. We're going to be with our locked dogs and totals here. Current standings. Jolie is in first place. 24, 26, and one on the record. Down 0.33 units. Uh, I can't fucking do anything right. I'm 22 and 29. Down 11.62 units. Ryan is 18 and 33. Uh, he's down 18.78 units. Mr. Meyer, uh, kick us off on this one, pal. Sure. Yeah. Oilers money line favorite bet on the board. Minus one thirty five against the Islanders. Uh, Islanders Swiss cheese defense and then uh, pretty leaky goaltending is going to be no match for the Oilers offense here. And uh, dog Rangers money line little little chow wow wow dog even money against the Leafs. Uh, uh, Iraqi POW revenge game. Um, Senators Coyotes over six and a half is my total at minus one ten. Hopefully, uh, Connor Ingram doesn't have one of those, uh, you know, lights out games, and and uh, the, the Senators uh, can score some fucking goals. Yeah, for me, my lock is the uh, Sabers minus one seventy at home against the Blue Jackets. Both both pretty bad teams, but I think the Sabers, you know, are, are better than the Blue Jackets, especially with injuries to Line and Jenner and all that. Uh, my dog are my Flyers plus one forty five at the Devils. Going to keep riding them until. So they uh, lose there, which is possible tomorrow, but I, I think not. That's a good line. And then my total is that goalie game. Canucks, Preds, under six at minus 102. All right. From myself here, my lock, I'm taking the Boston Bruins in regulation versus Minnesota, minus 130. Uh, Minnesota on the second half of back-to-back here. The Bruins at home in the garden. Come on. Come on. Uh, for my dog, uh, Vegas Golden Knights money line versus Carolina at plus one ten. Vegas has been a good road team. I think defensively they're better. Going to should be a nice tight good game though here. Uh, and then for my total, uh, Toronto New York over six and a half minus one oh five. I don't know why this number is so low. Shosturkin hasn't been looking as great as we've seen him be in the past. And if the books are just accounting for Martin Jones being a fucking everyday stud, I'd love to see it. I'll be the first one happy as shit if this game goes under and the Leafs win like 5 nothing or something. But I, I just don't see it happening. So give me the over 6.5 minus 105 here. Okay, gentlemen, anything else you want to add before we rock and roll before we wrap this one up? Nope. 
Nope. Okay. 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 Uh, All-Star Games in Toronto this year. I just found this out this week. Isn't that crazy? I saw that. When I was watching a Leafs game the other week, and I saw they had the little patch on their jersey. Yeah. I was like, oh, must be, must be in Toronto this year. Exactly. So that's going to be cares? Well, apparently they're trying to spice up the skills competition. It, a yeah, little we, 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 that's we what we do talk, every year. But we can works. talk about that. There's a million dollar prize, which is we can a lot watch of them players. try to hit golf balls in the in the hole with hockey. <laughs> oh, stick they're, they're 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 getting rid of that. They're, yeah, they had they had they had McDavid help them design it. It's like a it's like eight players. They they do everything, and then it's like they get eliminated and stuff. So you know. Maybe, you know what it is? It's it's twelve players. It's eight of the best players in the league. Like I think it's voted upon like by the players or some shit. And then four players voted by the fans. And it's better than like oh one representative from every team has to be involved. Like because we're fair to everybody. Fuck that. Give me the best players. That's what I want to see. And you throw a million dollars on the fucking table for these guys. That's how you get people interested. And it starts with the players when it comes to the All Star game. These guys don't give a fuck. So if you want us as fans to give a fuck. Then you got to make the players care. This is a step in the right direction uh, from the league here, man. There's a know, draft, just... right? Like to draft each team. I heard something like that. I heard oh, they might be bringing yeah, it back. I, I, I think they might be bringing it back. I'm not sure if that was official or just just reported. Yeah. I do like that, and that they're yeah. getting around the. Uh, they don't want the last person to be picked, right? Like the, you get laughed at because you're last person picked. Yeah, so that was funny. They're doing something random at the end of it to, to get around that. Yeah, but yeah I like that. that. The draft is my favorite part of, of the whole fucking thing. Hundred uh, percent. Remember Ovi holding the sign, "Pick me last. I want the new car." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was unbelievable, bro. But yeah, like you, you know, there there's steps in the right direction. We've talked about it many times on the show. The All Star Game has been a fucking complete joke for the past like six, seven years or so, right? So. Uh, that, that's good. The NHL needs this. The NHL needs more stuff. It's such a fucking boring league. Like, what do we have that's good? We got like the Islanders fans booing John Tavares every time he touches the puck for six. That's good for the game. Like, honestly, like I'll be the first one to say that. If you're a random fan, you tune in for a random game. You're like, holy shit! Why are the entire fans booing this guy every time he touches the puck? That grows the game. Other stuff. The whole um, Brady Kachuk, Drew Doughty feud that was going on back when he was in Calgary. That's good for the game. The NHL doesn't have a lot of stuff like this. So trending, you know, get the All-Star game in a good place. Maybe that's a step in the right direction that this league needs, you know? Yeah. Sorry, I was going to say, we, 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 got, we got to find some, like, like fourth liner to try to back here. Like, like how they got John Scott in, in the vote. We got to try to find somebody oh, for, the, uh, for the skills competition. Not the skills competition. Get the fuck out of here. Like, we're going to get Morgan Frost in the fucking skills competition for you, Ryan. Like, <laughs> fuck Morgan <laughs> Frost. Send him back to Toronto. Yeah, we'll take him fucking right. Uh, we took somebody else that you guys had, and he's lighting up for AHL team. I forget who it is, but. I don't know, some little guy. Whatever. I'll get back to you on that one. Um, all right, let's wrap this one fucking up here. Here we go, Channel Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports here. Obviously, we got hockey. We got football. We got golf. We got basketball. We got baseball, MMA. Tons of stuff going on, man. So you can find all the information on the SGPN website. Uh, be sure to go check it out there. Check out all the articles. Check out Ryan's Fantasy Hockey articles. He's pumping out weekly. That's going to be absolute sweet uh listen to the other shows as well eventually before it starts we're going to try and do a nice deep dive into uh the world juniors uh on this podcast here so be sure to keep an eye out for that that's going to be uh pretty excited i'm sure we're all fucking stoked for that uh and of course shout out to all our friends and pals in the discord man discord's always popping off good support system we have in there 
Uh, everybody's having a good time. Everybody's got each other's backs. And everybody's making a lot of money, baby. So hell yeah. Uh, if you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. If you want to get in there, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. Or you can reach out to the HGP Twitter account. Our social media assistant producer is a fucking beauty. He'll get you going. He'll fucking help track you down. He'll show you all the details and all the links and all that shit to get you rocking and rolling. Uh, or what you can do is you could go to... It used to be go to Aiden Hill's house. Nope, not anymore. Now you can go to Thatcher Demko's house, baby. And if you're just strolling on by our boy Thatcher's house and you just so happen to see our boy Jolie out there with a massage table, bottle of Jergens, you know, a couple nice hot towels, you know, he'll be ready to go. He's trying to make sure that Thatcher Demko just stays nice and loosey-goosey in shape, baby. So, hell yeah. And when you see him out there, you be like, hey, man, you know, can you give me a back rub? And if he says no, be like, all right, that's cool. But can you tell me how get in the discord and i promise you you will say yes all right yeah maybe we'll touch on the uh, world juniors this week there's there's small slates on wednesday and friday so if we record either tomorrow or thursday we can get to that 10 um make sure you're subscribed to the podcast or your podcast apple the five-star rating you spotify as well uh, shout out everyone in the youtube chat tonight a lot, a lot of people there so make sure you're subscribed to us on youtube the first podcast podcast and of course, make sure you follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. Um, fuck, I'm trying to find one thing out here. Shit. All right, whatever. Uh, my name is Tom Jenkins. Uh, you know, what they always say. I'm just an average dude with an average size day. You can find me on Twitter at Tom underscore Jenkins 94. Um, I am Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at RGilbertSOP. And I'm Joel Meyer, and you'll find me misquoting Arnold. We'll be back. <laughs> all right everybody thanks for hanging out Kiefer bellows that's the player i was trying to talk oh, about Kiefer bellows yeah former yeah. flyer former yeah. islander in 22 yeah. games he got five goals 12 or no he's got in 16 games he got eight goals seven assists let's fucking go okay. oh yeah all right thanks for hanging out peace mm-hmm.